It's game day for the Arizona Coyotes with just about 10 games remaining in their season. We're going to talk about Coyotes versus Devils, plus a new member of the Coyotes joins the team. That is also a topic on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That is Carl Pavlik on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. Arizona Coyotes face off against the New Jersey Devils. We're going to get to that game in a little bit. But first, we do have some signing news we're going to discuss. The Arizona Coyotes um, have signed a two-year deal with with, uh, Nathan Smith. He's set to play in tonight's game. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about it. I mean, absolutely. Uh, Nathan Nathan Smith was a intriguing sign or addition by the Coyotes. Uh, they acquired him close to the trade deadline from the Winnipeg Jets, uh, along with a contract for Brian Little for a 2022 fourth round pick. Uh, NCAA guy made it clear they didn't want to play with the Jets. He wanted the opportunity, um, which is something that we've seen a lot with uh NCAA players, they want a chance to, you know, make an impact right away, not necessarily spend a couple of years grinding out on the fourth and third lines. Um, and he can get that with the Coyotes. He really expl- Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, yeah, that's, I mean, like, getting that with the Coyotes would make sense, right? Because yeah. the, because as we were talking, as we've been talking about all season long, the Coyotes is the kind of season where, like, anyone has a chance to prove something and they can make a big impact. Yeah, and that's been a theme this season. I imagine it's going to be the same next season. Uh, I I don't see the team vastly improving. I don't see a, like a hard hierarchy emerging right now. Um, so yeah, this is a, a smart move for Smith if he thinks that he can, you know, go out and make an immediate impact on an NHL team, and he wants to have the opportunity for that. Uh, he had 19 goals, 31 assists, 50 points in 38 games uh, in his final year with Minnesota State University. Is that Mankato? Uh, something like that, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, with that, Minnesota State University team didn't, you know, didn't win the Frozen Four, but. Eh, you know, team looked good. He looked good. Uh, and I think he should, you know, find an interesting spot with the Coyotes, especially with so many injured players right now. One of the things I love to see are players that are native of the Sun Belt. Yeah. Because, because again, you know, you get those things. Hockey doesn't belong in the Sun Belt because blah, 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 blah. But, you know, this guy from, from Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> He and Chikrin can talk uh, a lot. Chikrin's from Boca Raton. Uh, I believe they're kind of close to each other. Maybe. I, uh, I, but they're Florida, so it's, yeah. it's rel- you know. It's a narrow state. Uh, so I imagine most things are kind of close to each other. Absolutely. Most things are um, 
are pretty close. Plus, uh, also, let's not forget Shane Gossespier from 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 uh, from uh, Pembroke Pines, Florida. Oh yeah, I always forget about Gossespier also being from Florida. It's gonna be like a real like Florida reunion on the Coyotes uh, when Chikrin gets healthy, of course. <laughs> uh, that'll be fun. Uh, yeah. Get them all together on the line. It's like, hey, it's the it's the it's the Florida group. <laughs> Yeah, the Florida group. Uh, we've already had the Tucson group. There's a decent chance we'll get an NCAA group, uh, especially if, you know, Chikrin, or I'm sorry, if uh, Keller, McBain, and Smith all play on a line at some point next year. That's the NCAA line. Oh, the uh, that, isn't that awesome that we're seeing a lot more NCAA players? Yeah. Well, I, I think a big part of that is we're seeing a lot more United States development program players. So like those players are, are doing great things at the lower levels and they're just sticking in America and going to, you know, the burgeoning NCAA program. So it, it's it's really good to see US hockey doing a bottom up kind of program where they're like, we're gonna start young. And we're just going to keep growing. And that's why we're seeing stuff like, you know, ASU hockey and that sort of thing too. That's another thing we're like, I'd like to, I'd like to touch on maybe not today, but another thing, but ASU hockey and what they've done to grow the program, maybe even get someone from the program for our, for our grow the game series. Absolutely. Um, you know, I've already, there's already people reaching out to me and it's awesome. I really want to get more for that, you know, for, for that series. Yeah, it, it it definitely would be fun, and we are seeing like you know not only like Coyotes players and prospects like you know uh, Shane Doan's son, um, we are getting Josh Doan uh, doing things with ASU, but Joey Decord, who I believe was the first son to play professionally as a goal for the Ottawa Senators, now is with the Kraken, isn't he? Kraken, he's with the Kraken. Yeah, yeah. So. Like ASU is not only just like existing as a program, they are developing NHL players, which is great to see for such a young program. Plus, let's be real. It is an ideal location for people to move to. Come on. Like if you're a college kid who wants to play hockey, but you also want to party and leave your practice in shorts and flip flops, like we're a better place to go to than in Arizona. Absolutely. I remember when I was talking to the ASU program people, they said that they would just bring down like 17-year-old kids from Winnipeg and be like, yeah, this is what living in Arizona is like. Do you want to play in our hockey program? And even though they weren't able to give scholarships because it was ACHA at the time, like people would still be like, yeah, this is awesome. I want to live here. I can play hockey and live here. That's great. Like It should be like such a, a recruiting thing as long as there is the actual like support of a hockey program because that's how you're going to get the top talent like if you have a good program a good environment like that's really all you need and i do think that with the coyotes looking to you know be working at or playing out of the asu arena and all those additional benefits they're going to get like the additional practice space and that sort of thing uh, equipment like that should be like insane for for kind of recruitment efforts it's amazing to think about that i just had to, for some reason this thought just came to my head um and obviously it's it's going to be vastly different because of how things are but the tucson roadrunners 
and Arizona Coyotes both share facilities with college programs. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Uh, and, I mean, it also just shows how quickly the game has grown where – like we not only have two professional teams now, we have two college teams. I would love to see U of A eventually make the jump to NCAA just to kind of, you know, keep the success of that program. Once they get that new, once they get that new uh, facility, you know, it's obviously still two years from now or whatever. Once I get it, I think that they would soon make that jump. I would hope so. I would hope so too. Definitely, like a new facility, like not having to travel up to Chandler to do press. That seems like, you know, a recipe for a good NCAA program. Absolutely. Anyways, though, we still got to get to uh, more of this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. We have to discuss, uh, well, the game, actually, because they have a game tonight against the New Jersey Devils. We're going to get to that in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you guys about Shady Rays, an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Ray's insane protection program. Shady Ray's includes lost and broken protection on every pair. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what happened. Give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals donated to Fight Hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners, head to ShadyRays.com and use the promo code LOCKDOWN to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's the code LOCKDOWN for their best deal of the season. 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses. Backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. And I have a message from our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your betting needs and stats this uh, this season. You can find all the latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports watching information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. It's the reason we always use BetOnline when we're talking about previewing the game. Uh, head over to the website today, or you could use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So let's start getting into the preview here now for the Arizona Coyotes versus New Jersey Devils. Last time they played each other, um, we actually had a crossover, and um, predictions didn't go in the way people thought. But no, no. <laughs> uh, the Coyotes won that last game. Uh, I think we all predicted that you know it, it would be tough, but since then, since January, the Devils have just Collapse. sunk right to the bottom of the Metro. What a collapse. That, that, that leaves the question, did the Arizona Coyotes break the Devils? I mean, possibly. It, kind of the same way that I, I still think the Colorado Avalanche broke the Coyotes uh, in the playoffs that one year. Like, some losses are just too big that you just, like, you know, you start to question everything. And, you know, the Devils, I think, were, they're, like, are they're in a rebuild. Kind of, but I think they maybe thought they were further along. I'm not really sure. 
about the Devils. They're an interesting team that we don't see a lot of because what are they? What, 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 what are we referring to it as? Because I know like what other teams go rebuild, retool, reset, re whatever. Like, yeah, it's all the same thing, really. Um, yeah, I mean, I can go into the technicalities of the difference between them, but like, but but yes, to your point, they are roughly all the same. Yeah, I would say the only team I can really think of that has done like a successful retool, like which I would call like a, a short rebuild is the New York Rangers. And that's just because they had the money to bring in some of like the top free agents and it's New York. So like they have like that kind of highlight, but you know, the devils are not that team. They're very close to New York, but they're not New York. Nope. You could see New York from your window, but you're not New York. Yeah. You're the team that Wayne Gretzky once called a Mickey mouse organization. So <laughs> Ah, uh, poor devils. Yeah. But, I mean, looking at, you know, both teams, they're both pretty, like, battered and bruised. I don't really know who to give the edge to. It's going to be, yeah, I don't know. It's going to, it would be, it would be an interesting, interesting way to look at it because the, yeah, because they're both, you know, injured whatever now all, all going through you know their own crap and plus we're so close to the end of the season you know standings i'm pretty sure lottery is now in the thought in the thought process of some of these te- of you know a lot of these teams yeah well uh i mean as as people always say you know gms watch standings players don't necessarily but if you are with the Devils, I wonder if there's kind of a, a lack of motivation because it didn't look like they were going to be in here. Like the Coyotes, like they have motivation. They know what the season yeah. is. They knew from the very beginning. And that's why I think we've seen such growth with younger players and the older players. I guess maybe. that's, I guess you're right. Cause let's, let's, let's remember back to our crossover with, um, with Trey when, you know, he was saying that he thinks that he believes that this devil's team is, you know, on the up and is, you know, a bubble playoff team. Yeah. And, you know, he's, you know, he's giving them so much praise. Um, and they've collapsed since then. Yeah. I mean, their top goal scorer is Jack Hughes and he is out injured. So both teams missing their top goal scorers, which is kind of, yeah, not great. Uh, they also the Devils will also be missing Mackenzie Blackwood uh, and uh, Jonathan Briere. Uh, so like I don't like uh, the last person to play goaltender for them was Nico Dawes. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone has really a good vibe on him. He's played 23 games this year and it's his first NHL season. So who could really predict that? All I can say is this game is probably going to be a mess. Yeah. Uh, I I do think that that is kind of the best case scenario. Like these two teams are either going to have a punch each other in the face contest or they're not even going to be able to get the puck out of their own zone. It's going to be a one to watch. It's going to be a cluster. Yeah, absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's I, I mean, we, no, I don't, I don't, I don't have any other way of winning. It's going to be a cluster. <laughs> And we have seen like the Coyotes 
bad team face off against other bad teams, like the Sharks game, the Montreal Canadiens game. Like these have been some like high scoring affairs. Ottawa, Detroit, like they have gotten like double digit goals. So I do kind of wonder if we're going to get that again. You know, I think, I, I think, yeah, it, it, that's very well possible. It is very well possible. Um, especially at this point in the season, like you said, when like, you know, a lot of these players are probably tired and, you know, they're already battered and bruised. So, yeah. um, <laughs> goaltending too, like, let's be real, like, like, we'll see how that goes. I mean, Vemelka is, you know, Vemelka, but you know, what is, you know, uh, Sateri? Yeah. Like he's, his start wasn't great. No. Um, who, who did you start against though? Um, Because it was a tougher team, if I recall, than the Devils. Was his first game the Canucks game or the Golden Knights game? Wasn't the Golden Knights. Canucks then. Or Blues. Uh, let me just confirm. I think it was Blues. Uh, it, uh, nope, Vancouver. It was Vancouver, okay. So, I wouldn't say Vancouver's the best team, but still better than the Devils. Yeah, and that was a 5-1 game. I mean, look at... Here's an example of... If you look at the last three games for the Arizona Coyotes. 5-1, Yeah, The Coyotes are struggling to score goals, which makes sense given their lack of offensive weapons. Uh, And they're struggling to keep goals out of the net, which... I mean, also makes sense, but it has not been fun to watch. Uh, I can't wait till we're done with the season and we can just go full on shame for shame. <laughs> it's it's close. It is it is very close. The season is almost over, people. Uh, if you have watched every game like we have, it's, it's it's just one more month. Not even a full month, like half a month. Yeah, you gotta survive the end of this month. That's it. Yeah. That is it. It's, um, it's what, 11 more games? And then right before the playoffs, is it right before the playoffs starts when the when they do the little lottery lottery ball thing? Um, or like that week, same weekend? Uh, it's around then, I think, right? Let's see. Let's see if they have a date for it. Draft Lottery 2022. Not been determined yet. After the regular season is over. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, the article I pulled up. The NHL Draft Lottery is set for July 7th. So it'll happen at some point before then. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I looked at the, back on. At the, I looked at the same thing too. It says, but it says an exact date has not been determined, but will occur after the 2021-2022 regular season is over and the 16-team non-playoff teams are determined. Yeah. I uh, the lottery. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a fun one, and uh, that's the only thing that we have to really look forward to at this point. 
Absolutely. We still got more to get to though on this episode of Lockdown and Coyotes. So it will be prediction time in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you guys about Rock Auto. With the ever increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless to see your seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Well, wait for the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can go to Rock Auto, a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you could possibly need for Brake brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And while you're there, write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com And now it's time for prediction time. We get to look, take a look at the lines, courtesy of our friends Bet Online, and we are going to see who's favored and what the betting trend is going to be because um, that's what we do here on the show. We haven't been doing so great the last couple of times, but like it's like it's a hit or miss. We're like we we get it, then we're like, nah, we completely flopped. Yeah, I feel like we are doing okay. The Coyotes just aren't living up to our predictions, this but we're fine. As in, in terms of betting sense, we have a better record than that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, I, I do think we 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 usually give you a good idea of what the trend should be, but you know. We're maybe not taking into account how hurt the Coyotes are because it does seem like we're finally at a breaking point where just people aren't able to step up as much as they could have um, like earlier in the season, which is understandable. Like the Tucson Roadrunners have pretty much been like drained of all of their scorers and defensemen. Which is one of the things I was hoping wouldn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> Hope in one hand, crap in the other. See which one fills first. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get to the lines that the Arizona Coyotes are point and a half underdogs in this game. Sure. Minus 190, plus 129 on the money line. So they are um, minus 143 if you bet the, the Devils. So it's a relatively close game. Total points is at six and a half, which... Mm-hmm. I think based off how messy the last few games for the Coyotes have been and just how messy the Devils are as a team could very well go over. Yeah, we have definitely seen the Coyotes like have six whole games. Like you said, it's been a lot of 5-1. It was a 6-1 against the Golden Knights. Uh, if you look back, the Devils have also had some pretty high-scoring uh, affairs like recently as well something that you expect from bad teams. Um, and like we said last segment, like this is going to be a situation where they could either be scoring a bunch of goals or they could both teams be stuck in their own zone. So it's tough to really say. I'm going to go over. I am going to say 7-5 New Jersey Devils. 
Seven five Devils. Wow, that is a really that is a high scoring game for you. I know. Um, I'm also gonna go over not that high scoring. Sure, maybe coward. I mean, like, but still pretty close. Pretty freaking close. Okay, okay. I'm gonna have it a. What do I? Oh, I'm gonna have five to four. Okay, Devils. So closer, closer. Uh, empty neck or overtime or regulation? Regulation. Regulation, 5-4. Any special team goals, shorthanded or power play, do you think? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, based off how the Coyotes have been playing lately, shorthanded from the Devils. Shorthanded from the Devils. I like that prediction. Uh, I don't know how the Devils' penalty kill is, but the Coyotes do seem like the type of team that would give up a shorthanded goal. Exactly. We, I mean, they have multiple times this year. They have, yes, uh, in very inopportune moments um, because the power play is just not that good. It's what leads to their. It's it's one of the big things that leads to their second period collapses. Mm-hmm. And, and just like in general, like their inability to score on a power play really like makes it difficult for them to take control of games. Like there's been like a number of times where you can just like, like if you score here, you could tie it up or you can gain the lead or you could do something, but they just can't. And they just like are stuck. And that's just one of those things. Um, do you think Smith scores in his debut? He gets a point. Point. I like that. I, I like won't that. say which, but he gets a point. <laughs> You're like, could be a goal, could be a primary assist, could be a secondary assist. <laughs> it's gonna be a point. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This this one is definitely one of the ones where it's it's tougher to predict. It's probably like I'm looking at the schedule. And this is the last time the Coyotes are going to face a bad team other than the Chicago Blackhawks next month or next week. Like this could very well be one of the last winnable games that the Coyotes have unless they decide to go full trap. Yeah, so we're so like obviously I'm going to go a little, you know a little bit more in it later later in the week or later on this on the show but as an example, because again, there's ten games left. I just I'm just gonna call them throughout the remaining nine after the Devils. Yeah. Canucks, Flames, Hurricanes, Blackhawks, Capitals, Blues, Wild, Stars, and Predators. Those are not winnable games. <laughs> Maybe the Blackhawks, but Blackhawks, yes. I could see the Coyotes being spoilers for the Dallas Stars. That seems like a good move. And they are like one of those teams, like the New Jersey Devils are on a five-game road trip. They started it by beating the Dallas Stars. So I'd say that Chicago is definitely the most winnable. Dallas is a close second. I'll have to uh, – I'm going to go ahead and cl- um, close off on this one thought for you, Kyle. Okay. The Coyotes are at 49 points in the season. Yep. Remember what we were talked about with their season low with 56 points. They need seven points in the next ten games to to uh, at least tie it, so they're not the worst. 
I don't know if they can get it. I really don't. Like the 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 losses have been blowout losses. They haven't been tight at all. So it's it's going to be tough. It is going to be tough. But we are going to discuss more about that later this week, mm-hmm. um, or maybe even next week. Who knows how things how things go? It's it it's uh. The podcast we never know when it comes up with some with some news because we can get a uh, drop dead news that happens later today. <laughs> yeah, uh, like the the season is winding down, but it's not over yet, and there's still plenty of craziness that could happen. Absolutely. Anyways, though, that is going to be it for this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Hope you guys like what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you've yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Lockdown Coyotes, on Instagram at Lockdown Coyotes, on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Carl Pavlik is Carl Pavlik FFH. Follow us, interact with us, ask us a question. We might answer them right back or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.